Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I know that when you came to this post, you probably thought to yourself, what in the world? Because as Christians, we are not supposed to judge others. We are taught that judging others is a sin. We all know the Bible verse about judging others. Do not judge or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measures you use it, it will be measured to you. Matthew 7, 1, 2. Just so that we're clear, what this Bible verse is talking about is judging other people's lives. Telling them that they are going to hell or what they're doing is wrong. Because if you read the rest of the Bible verse about judging others, it says the following. Why do you look at a speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all of the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take out the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Matthew 7, 3-5 Which is basically saying that none of us are perfect, and so stop worrying about other people and focus on worrying about yourself. This is not the type of judging others I'm talking about. What I'm referring to is judging others in terms of who you do and do not need to deal with. Have you ever had a friend that just stabbed you in the back? Have you ever supported someone only to find out that they're a snake in the grass? Have you ever dealt with someone and they either treated you bad, stole from you, or turned out to be a different person than you expected? Have you ever been in a relationship and they just treated you like crap or even cheated on you? And my next question to you is, wouldn't you want to avoid dealing with people like that? When I talk about judging others, I mean to judge them based off knowing who you should and should not allow in your life. As I wrote in a previous blog that you can click the link down below to read, Christ does require us to love everyone, but that does not mean that we need to let every person that is not good for us into our life. And that is where the judging comes in. You need to be able to judge people by their character to determine if they are a good person to deal with. This can go for relationships, friendships, and even family sometimes. You can also check out my video down below where I talk more about this on why you should forgive and not forget. And also, don't forget to click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. So first, the Bible verses about judging others. The key to judging others really comes down to the types of fruit they are putting out. And because you may not know what that means, take this Bible verse about judging others so that everything is put into context for you. Either make the tree good and its fruit is good, or make the tree bad and its fruit is bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. How can you, being evil, speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which the heart is full of. The good man brings out good treasure, what is good, and an evil man brings out of evil treasure, what is evil. Matthew twelve thirty three through 37 Number 2. Case in point when judging others is okay. Because I know what reading Bible verses can be like reading a parable, I want to break it down to you so that you understand with an actual person that you can relate to. If I walked up to you and I said that I am a millionaire, would you believe me? Maybe, but what if after you got to know me, you saw that I was homeless, living on the street, and that I'm always asking you for money? Would you still believe that I'm a millionaire? Would you believe my words telling you I'm a millionaire? Or would you think I'm a liar because you see me living in poverty and struggle? You would probably say that I'm a liar because why would a millionaire be poor? That is literally the exact opposite of being a millionaire. Number three, what's my point? 
The fact of the matter is, is that people can pretend to be whoever they want. They can say that they are whoever and they can put on whatever persona that they want to put on. But what really matters is the fruit or the person you observe them to be when no one is looking or the person they really are when they're not trying to be someone else and the actions that they are putting out. If all of these things are good, then they are good. But if they are bad, then they are bad. And it is best to stay away from them. For example, if your man says that he is a good man, but he is always gone, does not pay attention to you, cheats on you, or hits you, I do not care how much he tells you he loves you, his actions, aka his fruits, do not reflect the actions of a good person. You can also check out my video down below on how to spot and deal with toxic people. Number four, is judging a sin? No, not when you do it like this. Earlier I asked you if you had ever dealt with someone and considered them to be your friend and they turned out to be a snake in the grass. Now the next thing I want to ask you is that before you really let this person in your life, did you get to know them? Did you observe them? Did you find out what they were about or did you just let them in your life? If you are just letting people in your life without really knowing them, then you have to change the way you do things. This is going to lead you into a pattern of having very toxic people in your inner circle. And if you did know the backstabbing person you let in your life, then I'm sure there were some red flags that told you this person was putting out some pretty rotten fruit. But you chose to ignore it and chose to believe a cute face, a pretty smile, a six pack, some good sex, or whatever lie they were telling you, even though you could clearly see that their fruit was bad. Now you may be saying to yourself, but Sophia, they said that they were Christian. And my answer to you is this, just because people say they are Christian does not make it so. One thing I can't stand is people who claim to be upstanding, God-fearing person when in fact they are just all types of evil. Just because a person says that doesn't make it true. Look at the fruits that they are putting out and then judge whether you should deal with them based on that, which I actually have a video on that you can watch down below. Just because someone knows the Bible or shows their face in church does not mean that they are good. When the devil tempted Jesus, he even quoted the Bible. So let's not mistake and think that people who say they pray, quote the Bible, or walk around and pretend like they are good people are really good people that you should invite in your life with open arms. The only true test is looking at who they are, what they do when they are not under the roof of the church, and who they are when no one is looking. Number five, why is judging others important? The biggest mistake you can make is trusting everyone and following everyone just because. People can say anything, but their talk needs to match their walk. You can also check out my, my blog down below on how your word should be your bond. That is why I have learned not to pay attention to what people tell me, but to pay attention to what people do. Because people can tell you anything. They can tell you that they are for you, that they support you, that they are good, that they love you, or that they care. But really, they're a snake in the grass ready to stab you in the back as soon as you're not looking, which I have a separate blog post on frenemies that you could click the link down below to read. What really matters is do you feel supported? Do you feel loved? Do you see that they are good or do you feel cared for by them? If not, then that is their fruit and that is how you should proceed in your interactions with them. Number six, judging others the right way. To sum up all of this, you will know them by their fruits means that you know them by their actions. There's no masking who they really are and what's in their heart, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read that because that person will always come out despite who they pretend to be. Do they say they love you but cheat on you? Do they say they are an honest person but then they have a habit of lying? 
Do they say that they are Christian, but then they go in stores and steal everything that they can put their hands on? Do they say that they are your friend, but they gossip about you every chance they get? Do they say that they are there for you, but when you really need them, they're nowhere to be found? If so, they have already shown you their fruit, and then you have to ask yourself why you still have these people around. Either you are bearing good fruit or you're not. If they are bearing bad fruit, then they have every right to do that, but let them do that in a distance. They do not have to bring their bad fruit over to you, allowing it to disrupt your everyday life. No one's perfect, I get that, but each person who seeks to be good will bear good fruit. And people that you choose to have in your inner circle should be positive, which I have a separate blog post on. You can click the link down below to read that. And they should bear good fruit. If you are dealing with a friendship or relationship and the person is trying to convince you that they mean well for you, but everything they do to you is bad, you need to run. That person is not bearing good fruit. Their intentions are not good. Do not pay attention to their words, but pay attention to their actions. You will know them by their fruits. Do not hang out with the person putting on a Jesus mask during the day and at night they're having a candlelight dinner with the devil. The last thing that you want is the consequences of their bad fruits to come over into your life because you are close to them. And trust me, the prison is full of people who were just with a friend that a friend just so happened to steal and murder someone or commit some other crime. All while the innocent person is just with them or had an association with them and they have to do the time just the same. Is why it's so important to watch the people that you allow into your life and to only allow people who bear good fruit in your life. Number seven, judging others in the Bible. I hope that I explain the right way and the wrong way to judge others. I don't want you going around judging others for no reason, but rather judging others based on the actions to see if they should or should not be in your life. Also check out my video below for the wrong way to judge others according to the Bible. And if you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. Plus, I have something for you that I know you're going to enjoy. It is my ebook, Fix It Jesus, everything you need to know about spiritual fasting from beginning to end. If you are dealing with someone and you're not sure that they should be in your inner circle, fasting is a great way to hear from God. Just click the link down below to buy.